Hello, <clears throat> this is Galut Radio. Uh, my name is David, and the purpose of this broadcast is to bring uh, some light into the darkness. And uh, the, the, the greatest light, uh, you, you know, the most uh, uh, essential light, is that of freedom. And we're in a time of freedom because uh, we're going into the holiday of Passover, come later this week. As we say in the Passover prayer, Zaman Cherotenu, that this is the time of our uh, freedom. And it says also that you don't say heresy, uh, it, it, it also says use the same word when it talks about in. Um, uh, engraving creation, the space of creation inside the orange sof, that we're cherished, that we're, we're engraved inside of it. So how is the idea of engravement, engraving, and freedom uh, related to one another? Well, when uh, before a thing is engraved, you have a stone. And you want to engrave in the stone, and the stone is one stone. And as soon as you begin engraving in it, you, 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 in order to make space, you have to eject uh, uh, what is taking that space, which is an atom, a molecule, you know. And, 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 and the engraving uh, breaks everything into pieces. And each piece, each little shard, is a um, um, is be, has become independent, and kind of in the same way, when a child is born, that uh, you know when you cut the umbilical cord from the uh, you know uh, from the child, uh, uh, the, the, it says in the Talmud that the stomach closes. And the eyes and the mouth and the senses open up. And the brain starts to really function. The child looks out and, wow, where am I? And the child is an individual. As much as, you know, the child needs to be touched, particularly when they're, you know, they're, they're, they're infants. Very important to, to, teach, to touch children and, and to speak to them. Uh, and and uh, but none, and the child recognizes through this that they are an individual being, and throughout history people have died to be free, have fought wars to be free, ha, ha, had rather die than uh, uh, be enslaved. One of the prime examples is the uh, two thousand years ago when Rome uh, uh, was destroying Israel, invaded, and just. You know, tried to uh, 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 calm the rebel spirit of the Jewish people. They couldn't do it, and after a few hundred years, just finally just kicked everyone out. And the last war uh, was the War of Masada, where a small group of, of Jewish rebels uh, uh, hid out on this plateau with precipitous uh, sides, very very hard for an army to. Uh, able to invade and uh, but the Romans were determined they were going to put down every insurrection and the people had to bow to Rome and be slaves 
and it took a couple of years. They had to build a, a, um, a platform. It was very high, and they built this platform that they would eventually be able to uh, you know, go over and fight the battle. And when they finally did that, you know, the soldiers were ready for this battle. They've been preparing for it for, you know, years and, you know, for a couple of years. And, uh, and, and, and they, 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 they burst forth. And uh, as they, they had a battle, and then uh, they, re, they were repelled, but they knew the next day was it. And so the next day when they, you know, they got up and readied for battle, they heard nothing on the other side. And they went over, and there was like the enemy had disappeared. But the enemy, their enemy, the Jewish people, hadn't disappeared. They had all taken a poison, and in the night they had all uh, determined that we would rather die than to, um, uh, you know, live as slaves. That's how important freedom is. And uh, but the question, you know, really is, what is freedom? You know, particularly in our country, which was, you know, you know, we wanted to get free from, uh, from England. So freedom was a, you know, was a big part of our country, and one is taught about that that we're free America. But a lot of times, you know, you, know, you can be told something, but you really don't, uh, you know, it's, it's just like a dogma. You just told it, all right. But people don't really think like, what is free? You know, the night you try to go do something, you want to be a free person, go do it, and someone comes and tells you, yeah, you can't do that. You go, go to a park or something, and that's public property. I'm part of the public. Why can't I do it? You can't do that. They made laws to uh, constrain one's freedom so that we could all live together. You know, that's you know, supposedly what the laws are for, because everyone has a different way of using America, and we have to find a way to all live together, and, you know, Russia, and we've, you know, we, you know we've really done that. See, they, they, there's a very uh, a good system in America, works very well. Uh, uh, people who work in that system are really, uh, you know, these are public servants, and, uh, and they're the ones who really hold the country together. So really, the rest of us can be free. Because, you know, freedom, you know, uh, some people think that freedom has to do with uh, uh, work. Hey, you're free, you don't have to work. And, and, and that's not true at all. Because endemic in the human being is the desire, the need to work. Uh, you know, people don't want to just sit home. And we see during this time of galut, of exile, of isolation, that people would like to go back to work. That's where they had a lot of their social intercourse was with other people. And one of the things that we're learning from this is that, um, you know, this uh, electronic way of communicating with one another, which is very important, but in the end is very shallow. You don't have the same kind of conversation with someone, even over you know, FaceTime where you can look at each other is just not the same as actually being there with, with the person. That, that's a really, uh, uh, fulfills a very important need in people. Like we're not infants anymore. We don't need to be touched all the time. But, you know, we, we need to have that social intercourse. 
as many things that this virus, I mean, besides, you know, stopping the supply and demand and, and reducing the heat in the, in the earth. And I saw the other day in the news that, um, that the earth has stopped sh shuddering so much because of the activities of the cars and the trains and the people and the noise and the earth has just been shuddering and suddenly there's a calm. And so with all the people suffering, there's this real calm, in, you, know, you know, in the earth. And, uh, and, and now is the time to really consider what is freedom? Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the government would like us, you know, to all get well soon and go back to work because, you know, they're losing money. You know, we're working for the government. That's why they want everyone working, because whoever works gives their money to the government. Not all of it, but a piece of it. You know, always a bigger and bigger piece. And it's going to probably be a tremendous piece after this, because they have to make up for all that money that they lost. They didn't lose it. They gave it to the people. They gave it to things we need in the country. And a lot was exposed. And, and because we are free, we don't just have to accept what they're giving to us in the, uh, you know, in the future. Uh, they, they would like us just to go back to the way that we were, uh, taking trips, spending money, making more money. This is, uh, to them, this is a great society where all the people work and it makes more people rich and it makes more people poor. And there, but but there's no alternative. At least there was no alternative, because if you didn't dance to their dance, you know, as Bob Dylan says, you know, dance at all. There is no other dance other than you know living poverty, barely getting by, living on the street. But if you gave people the uh, 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 you know the latitude to be able to, you know, actually uh, do their own work. That's what freedom is, is free to do the work that your individual being was sent to this world to do. Then the person feels satisfied. Not to do it once, but, I mean, to do it continually. If that's what you're like a musician, if one realizes they're a musician, then they just want to play all the time. Because the more they play, the better they get. And that's the way it is with anything. A person wants to be a writer. The more you write, the better of a writer you get. And sometimes it can take years and years. But if that's what a person feels that they're here to do, society should make room for them and make it possible for them. And so on the other side of this uh, play that's happening, that we have the opportunity to really uh, look at what happens and say, wait a minute, how do we really want to be using our time? Do we want to keep making the world go faster and faster and hotter and hotter and producing more of these viruses and plagues? They're going to keep coming. You know, Trump, he's like the, the Paro, and God sent uh, 10 plagues to Paro. And this is certainly one of the things that has happened that has plagued this man, and uh, and very appropriately so because 
you know, uh, you know, he was he, he was elected in the year 5777. He was inaugurated with 70 years, seven months and seven days. And and the 777 is the sign of the angel of death. And as I spoke before, that death is, you know, dying sucks. But death, you know, is, is a new world. You know, you go into the spiritual world, and, and it's a very good world. And, and the pain uh, of dying was bad, but the death is not. It's bad for the people you left because you left a hole in the world. And there's nothing to do but, you know, uh, I forget the expression, but you know, you bring, you know, like you have a bunch of soldiers are fighting, you know, they're all, you still be all like together like that. When they fall, you just put the ranks together. That That's what we do. We remember a person, we mourn for a person, and you, you know, plus the ranks together, and we all go on. Because the way of this world is that, you know, everything disintegrates, everything dies in this world. It's just part of what you sign up for. When you come out of the womb, as I'm born and I'm gonna die, whether it's quickly, whether it's uh, soon, you know. But life is not about how long you live, but what you did in your life. So you can go to the next realm and you can feel proud about yourself. And life is not, you know, they're about the circle of life. But it's not really a circle; it's a spiral. There's a spiral of life, and we come to this world. You know, in the Jewish calendar, you know, night begins the day. So in that way, you come to this world, it's a very dark world, and you don't see much spiritual light at all, very little. And uh, and then when you go into the next world, it's full of spiritual light, like this is the night and that's the day, but it keeps going on, it spirals, we come back, we go, there are things that we need to do in this world. And so there is a great uh, uh, honor to be in this world, and... Uh, uh, and we should certainly uh, honor each person in that we're all here for a reason. We not agree with the person, we can like the person, but that person's here for a reason. And we have to make way for that person so that person can be free. And, and, and freedom is uh, uh, so important that it is considered one of the four New Year's, uh, the holiday of Passover. Uh, the, uh, we, we have uh, 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 three holidays of, uh, that are uh, coincide with the full moon. And uh, uh, no, wait, we, 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 we have uh, two holidays that correspond with the full moon. The, the, anyways, the thing is that there are four New Year's just like there are four seasons. And there are four types of life, the inanimate, the, 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 the growing, uh, the, the, the life, the running and moving, and the human being. And we have four directions, uh, uh, and we have four elements of earth, uh, earth, water, wind, and fire. And uh, also we have four seasons, and each season has a new year. And what do you need a new year for? To be able to say, you know, this thing is a year. Oh, for example, in the winter, uh, we have the new year uh, of the trees. That's when the sap begins to go up into the tree. There's a new year. Why do you need a new year? Because in Jewish law, you're not allowed to eat from a fruit tree before three years. So when is it, you know, so, so, so uh, when you plant it, 
you know, if you planned it on that day on the new year, so it's already it's one year old. And then many people have the custom of doing that, going out and plant a tree. Uh, it's called a, 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 a tuba shvat in the, 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 the middle of the month of Shabbat in the, uh, in the winter time. And uh, so then you know when you're allowed to eat from the tree. And you have the same thing in the summertime, uh, in, usually like in August, in the end of the summer, where uh, it's the new year for the animal. The same thing, you had to know how old the animal was. There are certain animals that they, they had sacrifice, animal sacrifices in the temple. And sometimes, and the animal is was prescribed. That'd be one year old, or two years old, or three years old. And so, how'd you know? So there's a date. So you know, you, you know when the animal uh, 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 turned. You know, turns. You can't keep track of the birthday of every animal like you would for a human being. And and then you have on the first day of uh, Tishrei in in the fall, the New Year's for the Earth. And that's really, that's what we, um, uh, uh, you know, that's what we use to count the days, uh, the, the, the years of the human being, uh, which is really the earth, because the first human being was made out of earth and uh, created on the uh, sixth day of creation. And uh, uh, therefore, which was the first day of Tishrei, and so, therefore, that is the new year of the Earth. The Earth turns another year old. Wait, well, the Earth is very old. Let me turns another. You know, the, the Earth became the Earth when the human being was upon it. When the human being was applied, then the Earth became the Earth. The Earth means uh, 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 Eretz, I run. Aleph Ratz, I run. And it became that because that's where the human being could could, could, could walk, and we could even run. Walking and running, you have this idea of changing one's place. So if you can change your place on this world, your, cha your place changes in the next world. So if you do something good, or you do good things, and you're a good person in this world, in the next world, uh, uh, that is revealed in, in certain ways. And one can be proud of what they did. Because... God's desire is to be known in low. So we're all here working on God's desire. And we all have our thing that we can do that helps that God is known in this world. And we wonder, you know, so many great people have, you know, gotten very close to God. I mean, you know, because God's eyes are upon us and certain very devout people have this real closeness with the Creator. But none of it was enough, and, the, and, the, and every generation gets lower and lower. And we wonder, what is it going to take until the Creator is satisfied, is known? There has to be, like, the lowest human being has to know the Creator. And how would anybody know? So it seems very obvious from my perspective that uh, uh, the man holding this uh, crown of 777, uh, a man who is known to, uh, uh, to not possess the quality of compassion, which is really the highest quality of the human being, 
And in my estimation, he would, to, to me, he is a very low human being. And he is being put in a place of power in the same way that Pharaoh, you know, it's the story of, of Passover, that, that, that Pharaoh was in, uh, in power and didn't know of God. He knew, he knew of nature. He understood there was nature. He knew how to manipulate nature. But yud he vav a God beyond nature, he, nah, that couldn't be. And so uh, God sent him 10 plagues that, that, and, that eventually Pharaoh would admit, yes, God is here. Because that's really the whole Jewish message, really, you know, is that God is one. And in one, in the middle of duality, everything creation is, you know, creation is dualistic. So therefore, that which is one is everywhere all the time to everybody. So no one can say, oh, well, maybe God's not looking. Maybe God doesn't hear. Maybe God doesn't know what I'm thinking or what's in my heart. God knows all of that. Everything is, uh, you know, is revealed before God. And God knows who is the lowest human being in this planet. He makes him really wealthy, gets him to a place of power. And now before the whole world, this man is going to know of God. And also, as we see this and start to understand that this is just not some sort of, you know, that it's not some sort of equation that can be worked out. That, that you know, the world was just going too fast, was overheating, was sick was coughing from all the pollution and was crying out to God. You know, we have freedom of choice, but everything else has cognition. And what we're taught uh, from the Rambam a thousand years ago is that the human being has the least cognition of the creator. We're in such darkness that people can even say there is no creator. But the planets, they have more cognition of the creator than we do. And the angels have more than the planets. But the soul has the most. And so the soul is connected to a small line of light being engraved out of a star and connects to each person with their own particular thing that they're supposed to do in the world. And they could do another job and get really rich but never be happy never feel fulfilled. They could take uh, trips, they could go here, there, all the things they're supposed to make a person happy. It doesn't make them happy. We're not meant to be tourists on this planet. We're meant to live here. We're meant to live here and to do our job. And maybe, you know, it's popular, it's not popular. We have to make room for everyone to do what they need to do. Because as we see, you know, you know, and it says this in the Talmud, that don't, you know, don't put your hope in the politicians because they're only nice to you when they need you. They need your vote. But as soon as they don't need you, they never heard of you. They're too busy. And, you know, we've all seen this over and over again. And now we see it, you know, here in the richest, supposedly the richest, most powerful country in the world. When our people get sick, there's, you know, that the storehouses were depleted. That was there's enough money to go to the moon and outer space and fight wars, but there's not enough money to keep uh, to, to keep what Americans need and our infrastructure is falling apart. And where has all this money gone? 
and uh, uh, you know, uh, and and this is giving us the time because this thing cannot stand up because people are not going to go back to the same way of living. And, and there's going to be more of a dialogue about really, you know, what is life about? Why should we have to work so much to make a few people so rich? And, and, and we see they're like begging us, you got to go back to work because, you know, they're addicted. They're addicted to all this money and all this power. And if we don't go back to work, and if we don't start paying them their taxes, well, they're just going to fall apart. And they're freaking out. Because no one really cares if they fall apart, because in the end we see, you know, through our governors and mayors and, you know, that we could really take care of ourselves. And, uh, you know, the government, you know, has been the biggest bubble of all. And, uh, you know, that which goes, I mean, to truly help the people and many people work in government, I mean, are just, you know, really good people doing really good things. This system helps you know, uh, to stabilize. But the people who go in, the politicians who go in and use it, you know, you know, for, for some agenda uh, and stack the courts and, you know, all these things are detrimental to, you know, you know, to the people, particularly the stacking of courts, because that's one of the seven things commanded to, to all of us is to have courts of law that administer justice. And you can't have justice you know, when uh, justice has an agenda. So we're really being given an opportunity to really, uh, uh, to be truly free. Not free, you know, to do your work and make money. That's not freedom. Because money is not, you know, that's really the lowest common denominator. That's why the person in the White House is at the low, you know, he's really the lowest person. This is the guy that has to admit, all right, there is God. God runs the thing, not me and my arrogance. And I, you know, I believe that's what's going on right now. There seems to be many, many uh, signs towards this. And we're all watching it in the same way that the Jewish people watched Faro come down plague after plague. And, uh, they were, you know, uh, certain things are for all of us, like taking the heat out of this earth. And I think each one of us that, you know, feel this fever that, uh, you know, we've been uh, assigned that job to take that amount of heat out of this world that we all put in by consuming too much. And we need to be a new kind of country, a country of reclamation, that we really need to reclaim not just our freedom and our rights and uh, you know but also the land and also the right to truly be free to do our work in the world which will require not a lot of money but it does require a simpler life and living on an earth that's not trembling all the time and uh, and, and where everyone's fretting but everyone, we, we need to, you know, have new laws that protect every human being, that he has the right, he, she, you know, he, she, uh, the human being, he, she, them, have a right, you know, to, to life. And life, you know, cannot be sustained without clean water, clean air, and appropriate food. And unless it is trash food with all this sugar in it. You know, uh, and, and we need to have like like higher standards, and this will help the entire world come to higher standards. 
because all this flood of uh, innovation has really allowed many places in the world to have a higher standard of living and to protect their people better. And, and the more that America can forge that, that way forward into this new era, you know, of, corrupt, uh, of uh, cooperation and of love and respect, that, uh, uh, that this will just make our planet just, you know, beautiful. And we see that there's no point, like money really has no point other than, you know, to the people who are kind of sold out to money. And uh, they want everyone, you know, they, 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 you know, they want everyone under that value system. And the only value system of money is the bottom line. And it's something that just doesn't work. We can all see it now. And now we have to be thinking as we're coming, hopefully, you know, start to come out of this. We have to think to the future that, um, uh, uh, you know, the what do we want to reconstruct? What do we want to construct in the place using this system and all the uh, fabrics of and all the good people to make something that's more equitable and more fair to everyone and free to, to everyone to really be able to express themselves in, in, in their work and, and in their way and to be proud to be, be you know to stand before God as God's creation and and uh, this is what we're doing you know, without any dogma religion or bullshit you know it's a very simple thing you know it's just the recognition that this is God's world all right, so I've been talking for about a half hour here, so I'm going to stop. Let's take a little break, um, and, um, and then we'll continue with the idea of uh, freedom. So uh, thank you for listening to Galut Radio. Tell your friends. Uh, go to my website, kabbalisticnews.com, it's with a C, and uh, you know, check out the other things, my books and uh, other items. Uh, chorus. Anyways, time to take a break. See you soon. All right. Bye. Hello. Uh, welcome back to Galut Radio. My name is David, and the subject is freedom, because we're on the cusp of uh, of uh, Passover, Pesach. Which uh, you know, I forgot to conclude my four seasons. Uh, you know, I, I, we had the earth, we had water and wind, and we had water and fire. Uh, water being the trees, and fire being the animals, and earth being uh, you know all human beings. That's when the earth counts its years according to how long the human being has been on it. But the last. Um, the last New Year, celebrated in the spring in a couple of days, Passover on the full moon, is the celebration, you know, it's wind, is the celebration of freedom. Why is wind the celebration of freedom? Uh, you know, because the human being is, only the human being and the creator are able to have, you know, to articulate uh, thoughts into speech. Everything else is is unable to do that. So it's a very special um, ability that the human being has, and because of that, it's just an interesting side note that that's why we can, uh, uh, you know, uh, direct things like throw something at a target and hit it, because we can extrapolate 
uh, into the future. You need to be able to do that in order to be able to speak. And, uh, and people think uh, money will make you free. But the Talmud says 2,000 years ago, the more you own, the more it owns you. And, uh, and it's the opposite of freedom. And now you're enslaved to your money. You, you don't want to lose it. You, you have to invest it. You have to watch over it. You have to make decisions. You're constantly thinking about your money. What kind of freedom is that? And uh, the, the way that they used to be in the, in the time of the Talmud is uh, people lived from day to day. And if there was no rain, there was no food, and what did the people do? They prayed to the Creator. And that was our relationship with the Creator. If you need something, you pray to the Creator. And uh, the Creator answers all prayers. Sometimes the answer is no. Whatever the Creator wants, that's what we do. Because freedom, you know, as our friend Bob Dylan has also said, that uh, uh, you got to serve someone, the human being. We want to do that. We want our work to be meaningful, not just to us, but to somebody else. And uh, we're free to do this work, but we want our work to be meaningful. And, and, and then we can be proud how we used our freedom. We had this freedom and we did something good in the world. We go to the next world and feel unencumbered. That's how we want to be. We want to be dragging around a bunch of shit that we did that we can't be proud of. And... Uh, uh, and, 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 and that's how people lived. And so there's this story, you know, of, of, uh, that when the soul, uh, just before it enters into this world, into the body, that the angels ask the soul. By the way, the soul enters in at 41 days after conception. Before that, it is not a, uh, a, a living thing. It's a placenta. And those who would uh, terminate a pregnancy before 41 days is not an abortion. And people should know this. Anyways, the, so, the, so the angel says, you want to be rich or poor? Most, most souls are like, you know, what's the question? I want to be rich. But there's, there's some souls who say, you know, if I'm not rich, what do I get? You know, so you're asking me a question, you know, I want to be this or this. So, you know, I know what I get with money. What do I give? I don't have any money. And the answer is, Amuna, you, you, you get faith. And, and that's what happens when a person doesn't have money. And in the end, when you're all alone, and God says this in Tehillim and Psalms, that wherever you are, I'm there. And that's how it is. Wherever you are, God is there. And we have faith that not necessarily that we're going to make it out, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but that God's in control. So if God, you know, wants me out, I'll leave. You know, the party's over. You got to go back to where you were. And, and, uh, and if not, if one survives, then they should feel, oh, God wants me here, and I should be more doing what I need to be doing in this world which, you know, in, in a simple way is helping my neighbors, you know. says the entire Torah is built on this phrase of loving another person as though you love yourself. As, you know, as the way you love, who do you love more than yourself? That's how you should love other people. And if one does that, you've done the whole Torah, all 613 commandments. And, uh, and, and, and why does God 
want this because there's this, uh, uh, you know, uh, this merging that's happening in the world in 220 uh, years when the 6,000-year calendar, beginning with the first human being and the first Rosh Hashanah the, the, uh, of the earth, that the earth became meaningful in the universe when the human being is walking upon it. And, uh, and now we're 5,780 years later, and, 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 uh, and it's, uh, the, this calendar is uh, uh, based on the prototype of the six days of creation. Each day a thousand years, as it says in, in Tehillim and Psalms, and uh, 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 and we're right at the end, and that's another reason why, uh, and particularly this president who has this connection with the seven seven seven, which is the angel of death, and which is also you know that you know just like six 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 makes Kai life seven 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 makes twenty one, which is Ihiyah, God's future name. So it's a sign that this is a time of, of, uh, of just, uh, you know, of incredible change, transformation. You know, and it doesn't have to be upheaval. It doesn't have to be difficult. I mean, it should be beautiful. It's like the end of the birth process that now the baby is really coming out. And it just takes some working together to push and to push out this new reality that can then merge into woman, and uh, uh, which is the thousand years that happens after the 220 years, a thousand years of woman, and a thousand years of peace. And, uh, and, and all that prevents us from really having, a, you know, just a worldwide uh, focus on this really has to do with the divisions that, you know, uh, religious divisions. And uh, I mean, religion is really a, you know, it was really, you know, Rome is the father of all religions because the ancient languages of Hebrew, Arabic, Sanskrit, there's no word for religion. There was no, no concept of religion. And the religion, more than any government or any sword or any oppression, that religion, because it strikes at the very foundation of the human being, our connection with the creator, you know, I, I think is most responsible for the, uh, the exile, it's called the exile of Rome, you know, to the Jews, you know, Rome came in, took our country, exiled us out into the world, and until we uh, get our country back, not like it is now, not a political country. Israel is not supposed to be a political state. Israel is supposed to be a spiritual state, you know, and, and, and we are the, uh, you know, one half of the Semitic people, the Jews and the Arabs. And, and we have the Torah and they have the Quran and these books do not uh, in any way contradict one another. And we could each pray in each other's houses of worship. And, and without a problem, we, we know we pray to the same God. We come from Abraham. We, 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 we circumcise our children. These are, uh, uh, the, these are Semitic things. And we were meant to teach the world, to teach them the Quran, to teach them the Torah, to teach them uh, these beautiful things that we have instead of, you know, letting Rome, through their religion, make this division between 
the uh, Arabs and the Jews, and now no one can be free. Because that's not the truth. And, 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 and freedom, one of the things about freedom, you know, is it's got to be true. Because if it's not true, you're never free. You know, if you escape from prison, you're always looking over your shoulder. If you stole something to make yourself free, but you stole something, and you know that that's going to come back to you. Because, you know, God likes justice, and everything has its point and time of justice. And, uh, and, and so one of the things about the holiday of Passover, that it's really a, uh, it's this time of freedom. And what's the freedom? That we were under slavery uh, by Paro. And Paro uh, kept us slaves, kept us working on his agenda. And didn't let us have our own agenda until finally we left. And when we left, we became a nation. That's when the Jewish people uh, became the Jewish nation. Actually, Jewish is not really the right word. You know, we, uh, anyways, maybe, maybe I think in the next um, um, uh, episode, because it'll be, be the last uh, episode before Passover, I can do one or two, you know, Passover is like eight days. And uh, so, anyways, I won't be doing as many of these. And, uh, uh, but anyways, may all wait until tomorrow to discuss like, uh, you know, the whole story of Passover is quite the cool story. And it's about, again, becoming independent. We, you know, it's very hard to be free. And if you can't be free, you cannot really, uh, 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 it says, accept the yoke of heaven. You can't really do what God wants you to do. I mean, you can always have relationship with God. You can always be close to God. That's a thing that no one can you know, can stand uh, between. Uh, the famous uh, story, that <clears throat> there was a king, one of the kings, you know, after David, and uh, he, he purposely, like, uh, you know, didn't uh, uh, marry and have children. And the prophet came to him and told him that he was going to die. And the king asked why, and he told because, you know, he, he, he wasn't having children. He wasn't trying to have children. And so he turns to the wall and he prays to God and says, you know, God, if you want me to have children, I see that if I have children, my children are really going to be bad children. That's why I wasn't having children. You want me to have these bad children? I'll do it. And he became well. And even though the prophet came and said, you're going to die, he didn't die because nothing stands between the person and God. That's all there. They turned to the wall. There was, and because of that, people like to like pray up against the wall. You know, it's just kind of a Jewish custom. But, they, you know, it's, uh, 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 that was that person's, like, freedom of choice. He could have died with it. He could, he, you know, but we're always in this dance with the creator. That's the main thing. And that's the thing that God enjoys. And God wants to be known by all of us in all different ways according to how we see the world. You know, there's really... You know, it comes down to that, there's no right and wrong. I mean, right and wrong is something that's really, uh, uh, some things are between uh, us and God, and some things are between us and the world and other people. And, <coughs> and the, the, this is the dance. 
You know, some things you can get away with with God, but you can't get away with in the world. And uh, some things you can get away with stuff in the world, and, you know, you know, God's all right with it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a funny thing. You know, there's rules, but it's also malleable. <coughs> Excuse me. And we're on this ocean of life. And, uh, you know, I was in the Navy, and I, I love the movement of, you know, the ocean and the unpredictability of it and the predictability of it and, you know, how you have to learn to walk and move. And, and life's very much like that. You know, and we see just right now that when everything so seems so predictable and everyone's making their plans for the future and suddenly the bottom drops out because it's not what God wanted. You know, man has his freedom of choice and he can do it. But how long do we have to do this? We all see what money can buy and really it can't really buy very much. It certainly can't buy freedom, can't buy love. It can't. You know, in a sense, money, you know, covers over those things. Here, have some money. I can't give you love, but I can give you money. You know, uh, there's many things that, that, that need to be cured in our society, and that's part. You know, this is, this, you know, our world is called tikkun of fixing. And one of the ways that we're fixing, you know, the environment is taking this disease upon ourselves. Not that we have any choice. But, and, and we want to cure people, but everyone has a high fever. It's a sign that we need to cool things down. And we're all taking part of that. It's probably not going to be this one-time event. It's going to be something that we're going to live with. And we should know, each of us, you know, as we get visited with this thing, that, uh, you know, we, we have to do our part in bringing down the temperature. And maybe once we go through this and we suffer, we'll feel what the earth is suffering. Trembling, actually trembling. I, I had no idea, but they say now that the earth is like much more calm. That's what we need. We need to live on a calm earth. We don't need all of this bustling around and interconnectivity. I mean, we want an interconnectivity. We want to be, it's like one body in one world, but, but, but not so everyone can get their product tomorrow. That's not important. That's what makes all the heat, this big rush. No, we have to stop. We have to certainly slow down. And we have to start questioning you know, really, I mean, we're all here together. No one has a right to commandeer the earth and say, this is what we're doing. There has to be space for all of us. And certain things, you know, should be, you know, we have to wonder why are we, you know, uh, you know, like, why are we, you know, competing? Why is America competing with China and producing things that China can obviously produce? And they're not essential. Stuff like cars, you know. You know, if something happens, you can't get a car this week, you get one next week. But certainly the things that each country needs, that's what they should be producing. And we should be helping one another to know that this is really the true state of the human. The things can happen at any minute. And we all should be ready to help one another. As they say, you know, the best insurance is a good neighbor. Because in the end, when something happens, the insurance company comes, it, you know, you know, everyone gets screwed. Everyone knows this. This system is made for the rich. And it has no heart. It has no soul. And the person who's in charge of it uh, seemingly doesn't have one either. And, uh, and, and this man who is 
makes himself to be, you know, so high that God is going to bring this man down until he knows that God is in the world. And it's not about what he wants or a few rich people want or how they've all conceived what they're going to do with the world. This is just more of the Tower of Babel. And uh, they, that there was one guy who was very charismatic charismatic. Uh, uh, his name was Nimrod. And he was able to convince people that we should actually do this. And his, But his real motivation was he wanted to have a war with God. They convinced people that, no, you know, the, 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 the heavens tilt every, every 1,666 years and floods the world. And it's interesting that 1666 obviously is you know, uh, uh, you know, is the sexual uh, climax in each thousand years. And it, it talks about the flood as being like a wet dream because it comes from outside. You know, didn't just, you know, it's true that waters came up, but that's not what flooded everything. What flooded is the waters came from outside. And these were waters that came from Mars and they covered the world in a veneer about 30 feet tall. And I think I think that was the and uh, uh, and because of that, you know, you couldn't like fill everything up, but a veneer, you know, they could see this thing coming to them, and uh, uh, and that's how the Earth got purified to then start, you know, uh, you know the the two thousand years of begin with Abraham of teaching. And in between those two events was the Tower of Babel. And as a Nimrod telling everyone, hey, man, that only happened. That was just a natural event. Has nothing to do with God. God created everything, but God's gone. And so Avraham grew up in that environment and came to the world, uh, living, having been lived in, in the Tower of Babel and knew the 22 movements of the mouth and therefore was able to uh, come to the world and devise new languages for his two children, Arabic, um, uh, and Hebrew, and then later through the six sons of Hagar, uh, uh, Sanskrit. And this is how his children blessed the whole world. It became great nations because these were phonetic languages in a time uh, where everything was I iconic languages. And, um, <clears throat> and, 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 but, you know, what has replaced wisdom and the wisdom of these 2,000 years of teachings that, that ended, you know, uh, uh, 120 years after the last rebellion of Bar Kokhba was put down by the Romans and uh, entered in a thousand years of darkness called Hod, your, your retreat, which ended with the uh, uh, Black Plague and replaced by the Renaissance. And that's the time we're in. And this is the 6,000th year which is called uh, 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 Yesod, which means foundation and sexuality. And, and, and this is the last of the male attributes before entering into Malkut, which is the thousand years of women and of peace. And, 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 and if people do not believe that there is order in this universe, complete order, they just have to look at the moon covering the sun precisely over the one planet where there's life in this universe. And there is no question that God created this and put everything just in the right place. 
and that is here, moment by moment, wanting to have this relationship with not just each human being, but in a whole that everyone should know you can put away their, their politics and their religion and all their bullshit. And together we're equal before God. We're equally created. And 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 God gives us life and takes away life as God wills. And, uh, you know, when we hear of people who have died, it's happening now rampantly, uh, the, the custom is to say, Brooke and Diane Ha'emet, that uh, blessed is the true judge. And that's God. God's the true judge is telling us when we can live and when we can die and when we have to die. Again, Bob had a, a thing like that, that, uh, you know, uh, about coming in. I, I forget it now. You know, and uh, like we don't want to live, we don't want to die. Uh, anyways, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does matter, but I can't remember. Anyways, that, uh, that 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 God is the true judge, and we should, you know, not have ha have fear of death. I mean, we have fear of dying, not to have fear of death, but but to really respect the time that we and our fellow beings on this planet you know, have to do something that's really meaningful, particularly at this time when one era, the era of arrogance is, is ending and, and, and the new era, which is going to bring the 6,000 years of man to merge with the thousand years of woman. That's what's before us. There's only 220 years. And, you know, when people say, well, I won't be here. Well, that's not true, man. You might be here because you know, I hope to be here because we come back and uh, we continue our ways. You know, it says in reincarnation, men come back as lines, meaning that they take over from where they left off. But women come back as circles, meaning that they're completely like new. They don't have like this incremental thing. It's, anyways, lots to say about it. It's, it's an interesting thing. But just to, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, to speak maybe a little bit more, you know, just about freedom and all the people in this country. Uh, you know, one one just has to you know uh, uh, to go to Arlington Cemetery and to walk and to see all. The, you know, these are all people who were buried there because they lost their lives. You know, in the uh, you know in uh, what you say in action. You know, you know while being in the service. Uh, you know, you know they were. They, you know, they died, and you're allowed to be buried in Arlington. And you know these people. You know, there's nothing more that we can give than our life, and and it says that uh, um, uh, that one cannot. You know, that the highest there is in life is pleasure. That's what life is. But higher than pleasure, you know, is it, called Messiris Nefesh, to to give one's soul, meaning that 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 you go to the point that you actually die, for what you believe in for what you know is the right thing, for what you do before God. And that's like a great thing to do. And people like working in the hospitals and they're putting their lives on the line. And, uh, and, and why do they do it? Because the human being knows that's what I was created for and wants to do that. And, you know, we all watch them and have great respect for them. 
I just have respect for them. They can deal with all that bodily fluid, you know, but he, you know, and having, you know, to put their lives on the line. I mean, it's just an amazing thing. And we all want to do that each in our own way. We want to feel that, you know, we're just giving everything. We see what we need to do in this world and we'll give everything to it. Some people it's with their children or with their neighbor or with, you know, and, but we all have that desire to give everything. Why? Because, you know, we all have this immense sense that, you know, we're going to go to the next world and the light's going to shine upon us and we want to look good. We want to feel like, hey, you know, I went down there, maybe I got some dirt on me, but, you know, all in all, you know, you know, I did something good and I can be proud before God. And believe you me, when that point happens, all the money and all the pleasure and all the bullshit that people have and all we see that you can get with money, which really isn't, you know... You know, it's just not really worth anything. What's worth something is the human being. Why? Because this is what the God loves more than all the creatures and all the creations and everything is the human being. Because that's what God, that's where God's trying to have relationship with us. Not with, you know, the animals and the planets. Every, everything recognizes God, is cognizant of God. But God wants to have relationship with us. It's sort of like the king who has a lot of princes and vassals, or I don't know, all these things, you know, and the old people coming and going, and the king is very short with all of them. But when his child comes, oh, the child can talk as much as you want. Children will listen to every word. And that's how it is, you know, the angels, they, they're running and going, they have to go real quick, I just do what you have to do and get out of there, you know? And, uh, and and the animals, they you know, they're comparable to angels and and uh, the entities are just dissolving slowly. And but, but, but the human being, that's what it's all about. And that's why we go to so, so, such great lengths to, you know, to save every human being. When it comes down to it, I mean, just every human being is equal. We can't say, well, this one is a good human being, we'll save him, we'll save that one because he was just on the street. Every human being is good because we don't know why God creates us. No one can make that judgment. And, and the best we can do together as a society is to grow a society that allows all of our citizens to be able to do their work in this world. And maybe it won't make money for a few, you know, people, you know, who then can run everything, but it'll naturally distribute the wealth of our country because that's really the wealth is if one can say i created this and to do that you know one needs a house and needs a a space there's enough houses and spaces for all of us you know it's just the money that that, that you know that prevents us from you know allowing us to be you know basically good human beings anyways this has been good Gal galut radio trying to bring in the aleph into the galut uh, into the uh, the exile, making Gula redemption. And so every bit of light and knowledge is certainly uh, a huge light in this ancient knowledge that has been kept from the world that the world should know about. And uh, so trying to do my little part in uh, bringing that knowledge forward. And uh, feel free to come and visit my uh, website, kabbalisticnews.com. That's Kabbalah with a C because the Kabbalah is the most feminine of all the teachings, and the C depicts that in its curve better than the K with three lines. And uh, in there I have my, my books. I've written 15 books, but I've published five. 
And also I have a course, one of my books is Kabbalistic Tarot. I have a course there on Udemy about uh, a nice course uh, that you can also take. And so feel free to uh, uh, visit my site or uh, uh, to add any comments or uh, uh, whatever. I'm going to just try to keep doing this for as long as I can, just so that I can try to put more light uh, in, into this world at this time of great darkness. And God should uh, bless you, whoever it is listening to this broadcast, with the, the light of peace and tranquility and uh, happiness and, uh, and, and security. And, uh, and God should bless you in all your ways. You know, there's nothing God cannot do. God answers all prayers, but we have to be ready. Sometimes God says no. Anyways, see you next time. Bye.